Hello and welcome to Wattcast. My name is Roger Watson and these podcasts are dedicated to readings of various articles that I've had published in newspapers and magazines. They reflect my views on politics, the pandemic and current affairs. Thank you very much for listening. Watson's Wisdom, this is my column for the New Conservative of the 19th of September 2023, Ever mindful that life out there amidst cancel culture, oolezes, general wokery and the assorted bollocks that life throws at us is hard for those of a conservative disposition, I dedicate this column to ten points of wisdom that may help you get through the week. I must add the health warning that espousing these views and expressing any of them in public may lead to ridicule and ostracisation. That is, if unlike me, you've any friends left. In no particular order here goes. 1. Should women tennis players be paid the same as men? Another female tennis player, the Russian racket smasher and all-round bad loser, Arnia Sabalenka, has been bleating about how women should be paid equally to men on the international tennis circuit because they make the same sacrifices and it's not as if they sit around doing nothing. The lack of logic here is breathtaking. I support Hull City Football Club, which resides in the Championship, that's the old second division, despite the players making exactly the same sacrifices as players for Arsenal and Manchester United. I don't recall hearing a Hull City player suggest he should be paid the same as a top-flight English Premier League player. However, in answer to the question about women's tennis, my answer is a resounding yes. Women should be paid the same as men, provided they're willing to play five sets in a Grand Slam singles match and, of course, play against men. If people don't tire of watching a never-ending series of love games, then let them have their money. Point two, cash versus digital. I love the convenience of digital payment, but also mourn the disappearance of cash and despise outlets which, taking the madness of the Covid regime as their cue, are proud to proclaim they're cashless. But the issue of digital versus cash has been solved by a certain section of our youth who've proved that you don't need either. You simply turn up, load up and walk out of the shop without paying, inevitably with impunity. What's not to like about that? As if to emphasise how this approach is now the preferred one, an Asian shopkeeper accused of choking a black female shoplifter is now the one in trouble with the police. His mistake was to have it captured on CCTV, which was there, ironically, as a deterrent to shoplifters. 3. Labour versus Tory. You mean there's a difference? You'll have to leave this one with me for a while. I'll get back to you. 4. Fact versus Fiction. It's getting harder to distinguish fact from fiction. Daily we are bombarded with what passes for news and nobody seems short of an opinion these days. That's why we should be grateful to have the BBC Disinformation Unit at our disposal and the intrepid specialist disinformation and social media reporter Mariana Spring, who sadly now seems to have been sprung. Mariana really is an expert on disinformation, having peddled it in her CV. But there's nothing to worry about, as Mariana assures us that she's an excellent journalist and that the rest of her CV is all true. 5. A vegan versus a meat-based diet. It's got to be vegan every time. Just consider the benefits. They include having something to tell people within 60 seconds of meeting them, an innate sense of superiority over everyone else at a dinner table, being able to make sure every meal and visit to a restaurant revolves around you, and being able to wear a vegan runner top when you take part in a 5k race. The top allows the paramedics to know what's wrong with you as they stretch you off, 
having collapsed after the first 100 metres. Point six, Biden versus whoever the Republicans choose. This only applies to our US readers. We have a saying in the UK regarding certain political constituencies where it's claimed you could put a monkey up for the Labour Party and it would win. So entrenched are some communities in a sense of grievance. I don't know if you have that saying in the USA, but I'm sure that if you put a monkey up for the GOP, then it would be, have better cognitive function than Joe Biden. The choice is yours. Point seven, England versus Scotland. Even as a Scot, I see the futility of supporting my national team. They've hardly won a match in decades. They're having some success in the recent European competition, but they'll get nowhere in the end. The acid test for the Scottish team is our infrequent games against the old enemy, England. They thumped us 1-3 at home last week, and we couldn't even score our own goal. We are to depend on England to do that for us, courtesy of Harry Maguire, who scored an own goal. Point 8. Comedy Central versus Comedy Unleashed. This depends on whether or not you want to laugh. If you're happy with an endless stream of vitriol about all things conservative, which swerves away from anything controversial, and from which anyone who breaks the sacred code and punches down is cancelled, then Comedy Central is the place for you. On the other hand, if you want some side-splitting, edgy comedy which punches unapologetically in all directions, then give Comedy Unleashed a try. Scottish comedian Leo Kers's sets are sublime. While these will undoubtedly lose something in the telling, his jokes about fat activists and public schools are good. When some fat activists heckled him at a gig, he said they stood up slowly and shouted, We're fat activists, and he had to agree with them. They were effing enormous. Poking fun at a range of facilities at public schools, he claimed at his school the dinner lady doubled up as the careers advisor. His definition of microaggressions is worth hearing. An aggression's so small you shouldn't give a about it. Well, I laughed. Christianity versus Islam. The only possible, this is point nine, the only possible response to this is yes, please. We have to suffer a constant stream of outrage from the bearded censors of the caliphate, to which we respond with cringe-worthy submission. While a mullah instructs the faithful on the correct way to stone an adulterous woman to death in a mosque, from the pulpits of the established Christian churches across the land, we're treated to a tsunami of guilt for our colonial past, slavery, which members of the Church of England played a major role in abolishing, institutional racism and LGBT QWERTY propaganda. Finally, point 10, adultery versus monogamy. This is a topic I often try to discuss with my wife. The choice seems quite simple to me. It's binary. But my wife insists on introducing a third variable, divorce. This podcast was produced in association with youpublicationslimited.com.